הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים של דרנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש עם אשר בארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל ובמקור חוכמה רבנו נחל מפגה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם, today we're going to do one of the smallest תורות in all of the התורה הזו that is extremely deep, it's two lines, where you're going to see that Rabbeinu was implying something that we have to be very careful of, especially because he was talking to us in the final generation before the Mashiach, a concept that people overlook and people are very mistaken about. Something that Rabbeinu was warning everyone to, to be very careful about. And then Torah Kufi Bet, which is actually a, a chidush on Parashat Noach, a tremendous, tremendous inyan, which is connected to lesson 9 as well. about Tfidah and Emet, which we saw, but um, something that is really, really special. So we're going to do half of Torah Kuf Yud Bet, and we're going to finish this small Torah of Kuf Yud Aleph, Torah 111 and half of 112. We start in Torah Kuf Yud Aleph. Rabbeinu tells us like this, Rosh B'nai Yisrael, the head or the leader of the Am Yisrael, the children of Yisrael, the leader of B'nai Yisrael, it's in Shemot chapter 30, Rashi Tevod Rabbi is an acronym For the word Rabbi, which means Rabbi. Meaning, a Rabbi is what we call a Rosh Ben Yisrael. To be called a Rav, he needs to be a Rosh Ben Yisrael. A Rabbi. To be called a Rebbe, a person needs to be a Rosh Ben Yisrael, a leader Ben Yisrael. For Rosh Ben Yisrael implies Resh Bet Yud. Starts Rosh, starts with the letter Resh. Um, Bene, starts with the letter Bet. Yisrael Yud, spell those letters out. Resh Bet Yud, Rabbi. And on the opposite side, Rabbeinu tells us, as he's been telling us recently, that God created everything with equal opposites, just as there's the Rabbi, which is the leader of Am Yisrael, a holy tzaddik, the Rabbi, that there's one Rabbi, who's Rosh Ben Yisrael, like Moshe Rabbeinu, and on the opposite side, you have Reshaim B'Choshech Yidamu. You have what it says in Shmuel Aleph, Perek Bet, Reshaim B'Choshech Yidamu, the Reshaim, the wicked, B'Choshech Yidamu, shall be silent in the darkness. This is also the acronym for Rabbi Reshaim Resh Bachosher Bet Yidamu Yud Yev Rabbi Which means that on the evil side as well There's also Rabbanim Rabbanim was hinting to us Warning us very carefully To make sure that we do not fall into this trap Of um, attaching ourselves to Rabbanim who are Sheker As Rabbanim says the final test of the generation He speaks about this in Torah Ayn Chet of Likut HaMoran Tinyan of the second book of Likut HaMoran. Torah 78 of the second book. He speaks at the end over there about in the final generation the Yetzirah's main goal is to try to distract people from the true tzaddikim. So he makes false Rabbanim rise and people end up giving them honor, kissing their hands, this and that. Rabbanu says, stay far away from this. Stay far from any sort of um, authority. And uh, this is what separates Breslev uh, Rabbeinu was very makpid on this idea of creating Talmidim, but not Rabbanim, not Admorim. There's one Admor, there's one Rabbe, um, and we're all students. As Saba very much said, Rabbi Yisrael said, En gdolim en ktanim kulanu chaverim, there's no big, there's no small, we're all friends. There's no difference. It's just, there's the Rebbe, and the rest are students. And this is the Ikar, this is the essential tikkun of the final generation. People try to take kavod and all this stuff. Rabbeinu says, stay far away from these people. So, If you go to the Parparol of Chochmah, I don't usually do this, but because it's a small Torah, and there's so much hidden within this, the Parparol of Chochmah, Rabbi Nachman Mitcharin says that he heard once from his father that um, according to his explanation, 
that when a person merits a Rabbi Hagun, a truly fitting Rav, a Rosh Ben Israel, then this Rav is able to illuminate the eyes of all those who are close to him. He's able to bring sight uh, to all those who are close to him. And it says in Kohelet, the wise man has his eyes in his head. Meaning that the wisdom comes from what is inside the head, which is what? What he's saying over there, Rabbi Nachman Mitcherin's father, was saying that what? Kohelet, the wise man has eyes in his head. Which means what? That a person's eyes, that the light of the person's eyes, a person's vision is drawn actually from the, from the, um, from the mind. From the head. This is where the strength of the eyes comes from. From the mind. So just like a person merits a Rabbi Agun, who's Rosh Bnei Israel, the head of Bnei Israel, which is the mind of Bnei Israel. He's the leader of Am Israel, but Rosh, he's the head of Bnei Israel. So, so too, he illuminates the eyes, which is us. He opens up our eyes. The generation's eyes. As it's brought down in the Kutamoran, Tinyana, Samazayan also. It's brought down this concept of the eyes. And on the opposite side, when you attach yourself to a Rav, who's Sheker, a Rav who is not Hagun, then not only do you not, are your eyes not illuminated, you're not given clarity, you're not uh, helped throughout the situation, situations that you're in, but actually, he darkens the eyes of all of Israel. And it says, as we saw in Shemur Aleph. So it says also, look in Sefer Kaneh, Rabbi Nachman Charin tells us, look in Sefer Kaneh, that it speaks about how disgusting this concept of the Rabbi who is not fitting. And it says, Rabbi Ene Hashem, as it says in the verse, when it says that Hashem saw that Eran and Onan were doing a sin with Gamabrit, it says this was Rabbe Hashem. It was evil in the eyes of God. Rabbe Ene Hashem um, is the acronym for Resh. Um, it spells out the word Rabbi. Ra, you have Resh, Be'ene, Bet, and Yudke, Vavke. It starts with Yud, Rabbi. Rabbe Ene Hashem. This Rabbi who is not fitting is what we call Rabbe Ene Hashem. He's evil in the eyes of God. So Rabbeinu spoke very highly about this. Very much about avoiding Rabbanim Shesheker. And to understand who is Rabbanim Shesheker, a person has to pray very much and to um, study the Holy Sfarim of Rabbanu. To really understand this, for Rabbanu talks about this uh, more than anyone, to be honest. Just has to look in, and Chayam Oran specifically also. Um, and uh, it says in the Zohar Kadosh and Parashan this is a reference to Hashem Bechoshech Damu Inun Erev Rav. This is the reference to the Erev Rav. So we see here all this idea of the differentiation between attaching yourself to a holy Rav versus an evil Rav. Chad Veshalom, may we be spared from this. So let's start with Torah Kufiud Bet. Tzohar Ta'asel Ateva Ve'ela Ama Techalana Minamana Ofet Atabat Betzidat Hasim Tachtim Shaniim Ushlishim Ta'asela. Tzid in Bereshit in Tzid in Bereshit in Parashat Noach. That Hashem commands Noah Tzohar Tasele Taba to create a light for the ark. Make a light. Let Amat and finish it up. Finish the ark up or seal it off with a cubit. Or seal it off a cubit up above. A cubit at the top of the ark. That's where you're going to seal the ark. That a cubit is basically an Amat. Is the um, length from your elbow to the end of your hand. That's um, basically an Amat. Round it off. And what did it say? Hashem commanded Noah that the opening of the ark should be put in its side, that on the side of the ark you're going to create the entrance. And you should also make the ark three stories, with a lower, a second, and a third story. Okay. And Rashi explains on this verse, he brings the word Tzohar, a light, 
Rashi explained that Tzohar Yeshomim Yamatot, some people will say this light is a reference to a precious jewel, um, a nice stone. Some people say Hashem was telling Noah to put a, a window. So this is the differentiation of opinions. A window or whether it's a, stu- a, a precious jewel to put in the ark. Nonetheless, Rabban was going to explain how actually both of these opinions are not arguing at all and how they're actually connected. Let's put this aside and let's enter into our topic, which is awesome. Behold, it's known. It's known that what? The Reshaim go round and round. The Reshaim go round and round. Meaning they surround that which is holy. For the evil side constantly surrounds holiness. For God created everything. This opposite this. Meaning just as much as there's Kedusha, there's also two others in purity. And specifically one who's already drawn himself after sins, God forbid. He's drawn after the evil side. And this is his place, meaning one who's made sinning his habit. And the Yetzirah is constantly surrounding this person because he's already entrenched within this evil um, these evil acts. So when this person who's entrenched in evil decides to awaken himself to return to Hashem, awaken his spirit to return to Hashem, it's very difficult, Rabbeinu tells us, to pray and to speak words before Hashem to do it, but to, do, to speak to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. tells us it's extremely difficult for someone who's been already made, who's already um, made um, a habit of so many sins for years and who has... Uh, accustomed himself to sinning for so long to, to pray whenever he decides to return to Hashem. For the Yetzirah, the evil side is surrounding him at all times. From all sides. It surrounds each and every person according to Inyano, wherever he stands, his circumstances. And because it's very difficult or almost impossible it is impossible, Rabbi says, for this man to speak before Hashem with fear and with love, with proper vitality. Therefore, it's very. Uh, therefore, all the words and all the tefillah that this man is speaking, that this man is praying, he's not able to break through all the dividing partitions, all the dividing screens, the separations, so as to ascend above. And what happens as a result of that? Because his prayers aren't prayed with fear, with love, with proper vitality. His prayers aren't able to break through the boundaries. They remain down below. Under these partitions. Until this man merits to truly return to genuinely do Teshuvah. And then when he genuinely And then when he merits to speak words that are fitting to be accepted by Hashem, words that are done with fear, with love, from the depth of the heart, with great awakening, then he's able to break through with his speech and to illuminate with his speech. He's able to break through all the boundaries, all the partitions, the separation between him and God. And he's able to actually bring up all the words, all the prayers that were that remained down below until now. Why? Because... The words that aren't prayed with proper kavanah are not able to ascend. But Rabbeinu tells us, even if that's the case, as we saw above, um, Rabbeinu tells us, Hashem, you should always pray to Hashem whether you have kavanah or not. And this is what Rabbeinu is referencing here, this idea, that even if you don't have kavanah, 
even if you know your tefillah will not be accepted maybe right now because you don't have kavana. Your words aren't flowing properly. You don't have proper fear and love. Abenu says, do not um, prevent yourself from praying because when you do have proper kavana, all the tefillah that you did pray will all rise with the tefillah with uh, proper intention. So those tefillah are never wasted. They're actually always used. Just a matter of time. Asks, uh, how does one merit to pray with great awakening and to do true, proper teshuvah? Rabbeinu tells us the, es- the essential thing which everything is dependent upon is one thing. Emet. To be genuine, to be honest. To walk on an upright, truthful path. A path of truth according to your level. Meaning to be as truthful as you possibly can. Because it brought down the Gemara Shabbat and Yomah that the seal of Hashem is emet. Hashem's seal is emet. As we know that Hashem's seal is at the beginning of Torah, Bereshit bara Elokim. And if you take the last letters of Bereshit bara Elokim, Bereshit Yavtav bara Aleph, the last letters of these phrases, of these words, Bereshit Yavtav bara Yav Aleph, and Elokim Yavem, you spell them out, you get emet. The Torah sealed with emet. If a person wants to attain teshuvah, to pray with awakening, Rabbanu says, be emet. And this is the foundation for everything. So for emet is the beginning, the middle, and the end. If you take emet, emet starts with the first letter, Aleph. That's the first letter of the alphabet. Mem is the middle letter. It's the letter right in between. Um, all the, it's the letter um, halfway through the alphabet. And the top is the last letter. So emet encompasses everything from beginning to end. And since now this person is at a level of a met, according to his level, tells us a huge chidush. Then it's as if to say that God encloses within him, this person his own light. Meaning God brings down his light. The light of Hashem goes down and encompasses this person, gets enclosed within this person who is a met. Because Hashem's light is a met. Hashem's seal is a met. And emet is this light which is able to enter a person whenever this man is genuine. And then it's said about this person, Hashem Ori When a person is truly emet, what do we say about a man who's truly emet? Hashem Ori Hashem is my light and my salvation. In Tehidim it says, Rabbanu can explain further how this verse connects to being emet and why emet is considered light. That when a person emet, God's light descends into this person. How? And now since Hashem is the light for this person, Rabbeinu tells us a person is able to find exits, openings, to be able to emerge out of the darkness and the exile which he's enclosed in as we speak. When a person is enclosed in exile, Rabbeinu says the main advice is to be a met. Because a met brings you light to be able to find your exit. Because the truth is that there's many, many openings over there. In the darkness. Even though you think there's no way out. When you're left with no options. Like you, you're stuck, you have no panasa, you have this or that, or you're struggling with Abodat Hashem, you feel like you're, the Yetzirah is surrounding you on all sides. You can't, you can't be able to fight the Yetzirah, it's testing you in too many ways to be a met. Rabbanu tells us, this is what brings us out of the darkness. There's many openings out of the darkness. That one who comes to make himself impure, one who comes to make himself tame. To defile himself, they open up the way for him. I want to say, Look in the Gemara Shabbat over there, it was fought. That there's 
There's many openings for him. If a person wants to go down into darkness to commit sin, Hashem opens up the way. He allows the Yetzirah to open up the way for this man to create many openings down into this, this pit of darkness. But Rabbeinu, look how he turns this entire Gemara on its head and he teaches us this idea of Tikva, hope. But now that there's openings, he's also able to emerge. Even though there's openings to go down into darkness, there's also openings to get out. He would be able to leave. But the only thing preventing us from leaving that the fool walks in darkness. And because we are foolish, we do not see the exits to get out. So we are completely imprisoned and bound up in this dark room. And they don't, the Yetzirah does not allow us to leave. Why? Because we're foolish. We fall into the test of the Yetzirah. As Rabbanu tells us in Sichot Aran, the Yetzirah is like a, in a, like a jester inside the middle of the, the marketplace or the an amusement park. The Yetzirah is like a, a clown. He goes around, opening up his hand, or uh, closing his hand to people, showing the people that he has something closed in his hand. And he lures people to go follow him for something that is closed in his hand, for people what people don't know. They can't see what is in this clown's hand. And as the, as the, the clown gathers a huge crowd, he then shows the entire crowd. He opens up his fist and there's nothing there. The same is true of the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah tries to show you many ta'avot, desires that you can fill in this world. But at the end, Rabbanu teaches us that the ta'avot are like a sunbeam. It's like a ray of sun. The ray, you can't hold it. It's intangible. There's nothing there. Once you fill your thing, there's, it's completely empty. It leaves you empty. Rabbanu says, don't fall for the Yetzirah at all. And because we fall into the Yetzirah, we're like this fool that is brought down in Kohelet. And we're imprisoned there, and they don't allow us to get out. Until a person merits to speak truthful words before Hashem, then the words are able to illuminate, to bring light. Then Hashem becomes this man's light, who's emet. This man who's emet, Hashem becomes his light. And then what happens? He fulfills the verse. The openings of your words illuminate. Mevin Ptaim bringing Mevin bringing understanding to Ptaim the simple-minded. The opening of your of your words illuminates. What's Petach Devarecha? Meaning what? Look at the words. Petach Devarecha Yair. We're gonna play a part with this word. Petach Devarecha Yair. You have the Petach, the opening, Devarecha, the words, and Yair brings illumination. Meaning what? The words that are illuminating, those illuminating words, those words with tremendous light, which Rabbanu teaches us is what? The words of truth. They will show this man the opening. Meaning the, the words which have illumination will open you the what? The petach. Will open you up the, um, this exit out of the darkness that you're in. And this is why the verse finishes off in Tehidim, making the ones who are simple-minded understanding. Because the people who are simple-minded, who are placed in the darkness, and don't know how to get out, those fools. This, this is us, Rabban was talking to. Now when they speak a word of Ahmed, they'll be able to understand, to see the exit, the opening, to get out of the darkness. That you may say to the one who's imprisoned, Tseu, leave, get out. Meaning the one who's imprisoned can say, Tseu, get out to himself. As it says, 
show yourselves to those in darkness. To those in darkness, Higalu, sorry. To those in darkness, Higalu, show yourselves. Meaning what? That the only way to get out of this darkness, to show ourselves out, to leave this imprisonment, is through this word, I met Ahtar, I met Gamur. But Rabbeinu tells us the condition. That actually in order to leave this darkness, the truth that we need to be speaking, the words of truth to Hashem Nidbach, need to be Emet Gamur. Complete truth. Truth without any flaws. Barur v'tzalur. It's clear and it's evident. Blishum dofi without any flaws whatsoever. V'amaskira medin and the intelligent one who understands. Yeshur v'tzalur k'olamav. It is for this man who is intelligent a little bit. He should pray all his days. That he should pray all his days. That he should merit to speak one word. Rabbeinu tells you one word of truth before Hashem properly. Rabbeinu tells us if only we understood the power of being a met, that a person, a, true, a, a truly intelligent person would pray all his days that he merits to say one word that is truthful before Hashem. One word. Because we have no idea how many flaws we have when we speak to Hashem. So it's very difficult to speak a medgam or complete truth because even us, everyone speaks with flaws. Except for that maybe great tzaddik who speaks complete truth before Hashem. And there's many levels to this. And one who merits this aspect of the truth of all truths. He merits a complete truth without any flaws. Then Hashem is His light. And He's able to illuminate Himself through His own words. Because the light of Hashem is enclosed within this man who's completely truthful. But one who has not yet merited to get to this supernal level of emet, this truth of all truths, this complete truth. But nonetheless, he's still truthful to the best of his ability. He still has a level of truth. It's not that he's completely true, but he still has some truth. It's just that what? He doesn't illuminate himself. His words cannot illuminate himself. Because he still did not get to the complete, the right truth. Nonetheless, this emet, this truth that this man speaks, even though it's not complete truth, it's still effective that another person is able to illuminate him. You're able to be illuminated by others. And there's many levels to this and ideas. It's just that the intelligent one understands this on his own. And behold, it's known. It's brought down in the Rambam. Um, in Yisrael Torah, I believe <laughs> this idea that what that there's three worlds, the world of the angels, the celestial bands, the world of the celestial bands, the spheres, the and the physical corporeal corporeal world world. And Hashem. He sustains and he fulfills all these worlds according to his will. So now Rabbeinu is going to explain a different concept of this level of three worlds. And one who merits to be a met, to be truthful, Hashem and Hashem is his light, as if to say. He's able to sustain the world and to bring abundance, shefa, influx to all these three worlds. 
says, make a light for the ark. meaning what? That you should speak words of truth that are illuminating themselves. You should speak words of emet that bring illumination. Whether they're emet um, completely, whether they're completely emet or whether they're not emet, they still illuminate. Rabbeinu tells us. Rashi explains. Rashi explains on this verse. He brings the, these two uh, commentaries that one says tzohar light is a reference to a jewel, and another commentary says it's a reference to a window. So Rabbeinu can explain the difference in these. Opinions. This is exactly what we said. For there are two levels. One who's on the level of complete truth, the truth of all truth, who is able to illuminate himself. Hashem is his light completely, because his words are completely pure, completely true. There are some who say, "What does it mean?" There are some who say. When Rashi said that there's a, an opinion, there are those who say it's a reference to a good stone. Imre emet, there are those who say, Imre emet, these are words of emet. Meaning, when a person speaks, Imre emet, when a person says words of truth, Shehem eventov, which is comparable to a what? Eventon. Tov, a precious stone. it's able to illuminate itself. Meaning what? That when a person speaks these words of emet, which is completely emet, without any flaws, it's like an eventov, a precious stone. If you look at a diamond, a diamond is able to bring out light without any uh, light around it because it's so precious. It's so sh- it shines so greatly. So we see that the light, the diamond, is able to shine on its own. And the other opinion is this aspect of what those words of truth, but not to the level that we just mentioned above. It's a reference to the window, the opinion that says that the tzohar has a reference to making a window on the ark. Why? Rabbanu tells us that what? Only another person can illuminate this man. When a person's words are not completely, completely, completely met, that only another person can illuminate him as is, as is true with regard to a window. For the difference between a window and a precious stone is that a precious stone illuminates itself with its own light, but a window only reflects in light. Which, for example, like the sun, etc., etc. Behind and this is what it says: ve'el ama, and one cubit. Kedibur nikrama. What does it mean, one cubit? It says in the verse: dibur nikrama. Speech is called ama cubit. Ama rashetevot eshmain. Rabbeinu tells us Ama is actually an acronym for Esh, Maim, and He. Fire, water, and the letter He. Which is, has a numerical value of 5. You have Esh is Aleph, Maim, Mem, and then He, uh, the letter He. Esh, Maim, He. You have Aleph, um, Aleph, Mem, He, Ama. Rabbeinu tells us Esh, Maim, fire, and water. Speech is encompassed of both fire and water. You have the heat of the breath, and then you have the coolness of the moisture. This creates fire and water. And the letter He, are the five articulators of speech. When a person tries to pronounce the five let- the, the letters of the alphabet, there's five ways to pronounce. Some using the palate, the throat, the tongue, the teeth, the lips, etc. Those five ways. Um, 
um, are the five articulators of speech. So you have esh, maim, and he. Fire, water, and he. This is ama. So this is speech. Ama, ve'el ama, and one cubit is actually a reference to the speech. That you should speak words because he said ama speech. Make meaning ve'el ama make speech have speech. That you shall seal up from above. What does that mean? Seal up from above. Techalena, you finish it off. Milamara above. Mileshon kalta nafi. Techalena comes word kalta. My soul is kalta consumed. Sheyeni chsafin ahem lemana. What does it mean to be consumed? My my soul is longing. That you should be, they should be yearned. That they should be yearned for above. Meaning that your words should be illuminate. That your words of emet should be illuminating. That you should constantly be yearning for above. And then when a person does this, it says at the end of the verse, place the entrance of the ark in the side. Metzida, the side, who mirashon, tzayid befiv. Tzida comes the word tzayid. It's in Beresh, in Sefer Bereshit. And it says about Esau that he was tzayid befiv. He had a game in his mouth. He trapped with his mouth. Tzayid befiv. He was a trapper with his mouth. Hunting with his mouth. Tzida comes the word tzayid. It has the same root. Meaning what? Place the entrance on the tzida, on the side. What does that mean? The side is a reference to Yetzera. The evil side. Because Esau had sighed. Meaning, what is the verse referencing? The verse is hinting to us. The man was teaching us. The El Amat, is actually saying that your words of Emet should constantly be yearning for above. This idea that you should constantly be longing for Hashem Bach, speaking words of Emet. Um. um Meaning that Hashem should come down and be your light. That you should merit words that are completely truthful. And these are the words that Hashem desires. They are yearned for above. Hashem desires these words. And what does it say? If you want to speak, if a person uh, speaks words that are emet, and longs for Hashem, and Hashem longs him as well, what happens? You're able to make an entrance. You're able to, to merit, to make an opening in the evil, in the evil place. The darkness that is surrounding you from all sides. Kloma, meaning what? Meaning that you merit that you're careful to make an opening aimed directly in its side, but and inside. Meaning what? Kloma, make an opening um, against the Yetzara, the evil side, which is called Tzida, which is called side. Because just as much, however strongly the Yitzhak attacks you, to that same degree, you have to intentionally, uh, directly aim this opening against the Yitzhak. Make an opening of Teva, the Ark. What's Teva? The word which you speak, which is true. Teva comes with the word Tevot, words. Meaning that word which you merit to open up with truth is able to create an opening in the darkness against the Tzida, against the Yitzhak. And I understand this very well. And the essential intention is this. When a person is entrenched within the highest degree of darkness and husks. And he's um, completely closed up, closed up and hemmed in. 
this thick darkness, which surrounds him and circles him from all sides with so many surroundings, have, in, um, have mercy. And this man has no opening, rectification, no way, solution to get out of this darkness. The main advice for this person, he should draw himself close to the truth. And he should constantly gaze and long for and want the truth of all truths, the highest possible truth. And to search out for all the truth, for the ultimate truth, the truth of all truths. And um, if a person merits this, if a person longs for this, there's nothing, no darkness, no. Um, the darkness that can surround and make it dark for him. For the truth is literally God Himself. As we said, it's the seal of Hashem. And this is the aspect of Hashem Ori. Hashem is my light. Meaning what? Now that Hashem is your light, there's no darkness that can attack you. And now you'll certainly merit to find the entrances or the exits out of the darkness. In the aspect of what it says in the verse, the opening of your words shall illuminate, bring the simple-minded understanding, meaning that what? Your words of illumination, which are words of emet, should bring an opening to you out of your darkness, so that the simple-minded, those fools who are in the darkness, will have understanding and get out. As we saw above, understand this very well. And the essential thing is what? The main thing is what? That with your prayer, you're begging, your request to Hashem. Even though it's impossible to speak any words of prayer and supplication whenever a person tries to return to Hashem, it's very difficult for him to pray supplications, prayers, because of the great darkness and confusions that surround him from all sides. Nonetheless, you should um, see to speak any words of truth, whichever lowly level that you are in. To the best of your ability, speak a word of truth. For example, you should say, Hashem, save me in truth. Say whatever you are saying, whatever is genuine at that moment. Even though you're not able to speak with great with great passion and awakening as proper as you want to. Nonetheless, you should speak that word of truth according to whatever you can, to the best of your ability. And through this truthful speech, you'll be able to merit to to see all the openings within the darkness, and through this you merit to emerge out of the darkness into great light and to pray properly, as we mentioned above. Rabbanu tells us, look all above into lesson um, 9, where he speaks about this. I'm going to stop here. God willing, we'll finish off the Torah next class. Be'ezrat Hashem. Um, may we have the merit to apply what is written here. To stay away from Rabbanim Shashekir, to attach ourselves to holy tzaddikim, the holy righteous tzaddikim, and uh, to truly pray be met, to, to be as met as we to be as met as we possibly can, to be as genuine as possible, not to be fake before anyone.
And this is an essential thing Rabbanu teaches us that emet is one of the foundations of everything. Emet ve'emunah, Rabbanu says. So Bezrat Hashem, may we have the merit and may we attach ourselves to, to this holy tzaddik Rabbanu who brings us closer to the emet every single word that he says. Bezrat Hashem.